0: This is 5 in 10 from Skywatch TV for Monday, January 22, 2024. I'm Derek Gilbert. If you're watching us on YouTube, thank you. The address at 5 in 10. We appreciate you subscribing, sharing, clicking the bell for notifications, and then guaranteeing we never get canceled. There's a way to do that. I'll tell you about that after the break. Topic number five today, Yemen. According to the Washington Post, the Biden administration is drawing up plans for a military operation against the Houthi government of Yemen. The Houthis, backed by Iran, have been attacking commercial shipping in the Red Sea, headed for the Suez Canal. This is affecting commercial shipping uh, to a huge degree. Uh, as we told you on Friday, commercial shipping in the Gulf of Aden, which connects the uh, the Indian Ocean to the Red Sea, leading to the Suez Canal, uh, is uh, now off 90% from its 2023 average. This is literally affecting trillions of dollars worth of trade per year. So the White House convened senior officials on Wednesday to discuss options for the way ahead. Of course, this raises the prospect of yet another unpredictable Middle Eastern war. The Houthis, despite 10 days of airstrikes, more than 10 days now of um, strikes against their drone sites, missile sites, radar facilities, vowed to continue uh, basically attacking any cargo vessel, tanker not connected to Russia or China. Everything else they say is fair game. They've launched more than 30 missile and drone attacks on commercial and naval vessels since November. Now, uh, officials say they don't expect this operation to stretch on for years, like the war in Afghanistan, the ongoing military operation in Iraq, um, the boots in the ground that we were never supposed to have in Syria. At the same time, these officials, speaking off the record, bear in mind, the Washington Post is where the intelligence community goes to leak information it wants to get out to the public. Uh, Officials say they don't know how long it will take them to diminish Yemen's military capacities sufficiently that we can actually withdraw. So they don't know how long such a military operation would continue. Topic number four, Iraq. Meanwhile, American soldiers in Iraq coming under ballistic missile fire. Iraqi militias backed by Iran, attacking the Ain al-Assad airbase in western Iraq on Saturday night. U.S. CENTCOM, Central Command, stated most of the bases or the bases air defense system shot down most of the incoming missiles, but uh, some still managed to impact the area as a result, an undisclosed number of U.S. soldiers being treated for traumatic brain injuries. At least one Iraqi military service member uh, also injured. A coalition of militias and front organizations backed by Iran called the Islamic Resistance in Iraq claimed responsibility for the attack on the Ain al-Assad air base. Topic number three, ISIS. These are all interconnected. Um, Iraqi security forces are uh, warning that uh, ISIS, the Islamic State, is making a comeback in Iraq. This coincides neatly with the spike in Iraqi resistance operations against U.S. bases in Iraq iraq and syria so you've got shia groups militia groups backed by iran firing rockets at american positions and suddenly the sunni group the islamic state making a comeback it's more than six years after declaring victory over isis iraqi intelligence reports now uh, that uh, thousands of isis fighters are emerging from the shadows under the protection of U.S. forces in two regions of western Iraq. According to intelligence reports, this is being published, by the way, at an online independent investigative journalism site called The Cradle. Um, according to intelligence reports, at its height, ISIS had more than 35,000 fighters in Iraq. 25,000 of them were killed in fighting between 2014 and uh, 2022, with 10,000 more that just simply disappeared. An officer of one Iraqi intelligence agency told The Cradle, and I quote Hundreds of ISIS fighters fled to Turkey and Syria at the end of 2017 after the appointment of Abdullah Kardash as the leader of ISIS in 2019, following the death of Abu Bakr al Baghdadi, the founder of the group. The new caliph began to restructure the organization and ordered his followers to return. To Iraq, the organization exploited the long border with Syria, security disturbances and the diversity of forces on both sides of the border to infiltrate Iraqi territory again, end quote. Now, um, the border is pretty well guarded. A lot of high tech sensors between Syria and Iraq to control the border, which is why the Iraqi intelligence officers suspect U.S. assistance in getting the ISIS fighters into Iraq. Iraq. One Iraqi security source citing wh- who spoke anonymously, again, speaking off the record without authorization, told the reporter for The Cradle that uh, there are several incidents confirming American assistance in securing crossing the border for ISIS members. Again, we've got soldiers on the ground in Deir ez province in eastern Syria. According to this Iraqi security uh, official, the um, United States will shell Iraqi units on the border, sometimes even helicopter ISIS fighters into Iraq. Now, bear in mind, this is an Iraqi source. There's no way for me to vet the validity of the information, and the Iraqis are not really happy that the Americans are there in the first place, that we Americans are there. So uh, take that into account when you're trying to figure out whether this story is true or not. But do remember, it is pretty well documented that the rise of the so-called moderate rebels in Syria, of which the Islamic State was just the offshoot of one of them, Were in fact backed by the United States and supplied with weapons left behind when Muammar Gaddafi was taken down in Libya. If the deep state in Washington, D.C., the Biden administration, and the giant brains in the State Department, the Defense Department, and the CIA think that somehow they're going to control violent Islamists like the Islamic State, use them as a junkyard dog, and somehow keep them on the leash, they are badly mistaken. The Mujahideen in Afghanistan were an American creation with help from the Pakistani intelligence services, and we see what happened with them. That became the Taliban. We, We learn nothing. Somehow we Americans think we've got the smarts to run the world, and time after time, this proves to be untrue. Again, I can't vet the information in this story. The cradle, generally a reliable source of information, but unnamed sources in Iraq probably hostile to us Americans to begin with. I don't know. I don't know, but it's not outside the realm of possibility. Topic number two, while all of this is going on, we're looking at the instability in the Middle East, the fact that China is ramping up rhetoric against Taiwan. You might think that uh, wars and rumors of war would make it pretty easy to identify the greatest threat to global security in 2024 being the outbreak of World War III. But no, no, the World Economic Forum is here to tell us that it is in fact Misinformation. Numerous speakers, panelists at the World Economic Forum, which concluded in Davos, Switzerland this past week, uh, said that uh, they need to censor misinformation and disinformation on the web because that is the greatest threat to global security in 2024. Top representatives from governments, universities, non-government organizations, non-profit groups, basically, basically have decided that this purportedly menacing threat Um, In speeches throughout the summit, um, they really want to crack down on our ability. They want freedom of expression. You can say, you know, things, just not everything that you want to say. If you disagree with the official narrative, well, (laughs) uh, that is a threat to global security. Uh, The irony here is that uh, the theme of this year's World Economic Forum Summit is rebuilding trust. And then they turn around and say that the greatest danger to world security in 2024 is misinformation, disinformation, and malinformation that might lead all of us who are voting this year. Some like 40% of the world's population will be voting in elections this coming year may cause us to vote the wrong way. Nothing says rebuilding trust like government-sponsored censorship. Coming up, Jill Biden memes herself. Yes, a self-meme. That's next on 5 and 10.
1: Jonathan Kahn is back with his most explosive book ever The Josiah Manifesto. This stunning book exposes whether or not a 3,000-year-old calendar of appointed days provides the secret to the most dynamic year of our lives, even ordaining a plague, a national lockdown, days of fire, and the changing of the Supreme Court, secret information regarding an anonymous prayer and a mysterious template that may lie behind the event that overtook Capitol Hill and shook the nation and the mysterious ancient king that may have revealed the secret behind a modern American president and so much more. Also included in this must-have collection, The Gods of the Bible Unveiled on DVD, where Derek Gilbert systematically breaks down how to understand what the gods in the Bible are and what their place in Christianity actually is. In this instructional guide, you'll be taken step-by-step through why God calls his sons gods in the Psalms, how the Paul in Genesis was only one of three divine rebellions and how the Greek gods and Titans found their origin in our Bibles. But that's not all. In this amazing offer, you'll also receive the Jonathan Kahn Collection, featuring three uncut, extended, and too hot for TV episodes on the return of the gods that will leave you speechless. This DVD also includes three additional episodes of Jonathan's best interviews with the Skywatch TV investigative team. Sold separately, these items hold a retail value of over $75, yours now for your donation of only $35 plus shipping and handling. But right now, you can upgrade your master collection to include the absolutely astonishing Josiah Manifesto Uncensored 8 DVD album featuring hours of additional totally uncensored raw materials and mysteries that are not included in the book or anywhere else but right here, including the Island of Mystery, The Winds of Henam. Jehu and the Temple of Baal, the Jubilee and Redemption and the Child of the Nile, and the Manifesto Part 1 and 2 and the very last mystery. This special upgrade includes all of the items from the Josiah Manifesto Master Collection and the exclusive uncensored 8-DVD album, which all together holds a retail value of $200. Yours now for your donation of only $74.99 plus shipping and handling. So be prepared to understand the end times like never before as you dive into the Josiah Manifesto Master Collection or the Master Collection with upgrade uncensored eight-DVD album. So order now at skywatchtvstore.com or call 1-844-750-4985 and ask for the Josiah Manifesto Master Collection.
0: Item number one today, you'd think someone on our staff would have noticed the optics here. Advisors for First Lady Jill Biden uh, caught a bunch of flack for their signing her up to give a speech at a school campus in Utah with an awkward name. You can see it on the screen behind me. Now, just think about it for a moment. This is at the Hunter High School in West Valley City, Utah. Ms. Biden spoke to teachers and educators about the uh, importance of the well-being of teachers and educators. But the name of the school kind of stole the show, seeing Jill Biden underneath a sign that says, Hunter High. This is, of course, you know, Mrs. Biden is the stepmother to Hunter Biden, who very famously has had his problems with addiction. In fact, we learned last week that the gun that was found uh, that his uh, <laughs> uh, <clears throat> female friend tried to dispose of for him was found inside a bag that had uh, cocaine residue on it. Of course, uh, Hunter Biden didn't tell the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms that he was doing drugs when he applied for his gun permit. Um, Anyway, uh, yes, this is the kind of thing that your staff members are supposed to watch out for. Don't get the president or the first lady into a situation where they can be so easily memed. This week on Skywatch TV, we continue our fascinating conversation with Jonathan Kahn about his latest book, The Josiah Manifesto, Patterns in the Old Testament. Jonathan is just famous for this, and rightly so, for spotting patterns in the Old Testament, lives of the prophets, lives of major characters in the Old Testament, that provide a template for understanding our day today. You can watch the broadcast right now at our website, skywatchtv.com, or Videos are always there at the website. Our broadcast schedule is posted at the website as well, skywatchtv.com slash channels if you want to watch it or you know, tell your friends where they can watch it, when they can watch it. It's also available right now at our Apple TV and Roku channels on YouTube at Skywatch TV Now. That's the channel for the main Skywatch TV program, rumble.com slash skywatchtv. But better yet, guarantee we never get canceled by downloading our mobile app to your smartphone or tablet. That gets all of our video content right into your mobile device, bypassing the gatekeepers of big tech, and um, adding additional features like uh, news updates three times a week, calendar of upcoming events, and more right in the palm of your hand. Even an audio Bible with multiple translations, too. Uh, It is available for free for iOS, for Android, for Amazon, Kindle, Fire phones, and tablets. And we've got links to their app stores at our website, skywatchtv.com. Thank you for watching as we keep watch. I'm Derek Gilbert. And this is 5 in 10 from Skywatch TV. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.